Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But right now, the annual TED Fest, which celebrates all things Father Ted, takes place from March the 2nd this year. Apart from the usual events, such as the Lovely Girls competition and the Priests versus Nuns soccer match, this year we'll see the festival hosting its first funeral, celebrating the life of one of the festival's most enthusiastic contributors, Belfast musician Norman Coates. Joining me to discuss this is uh, Peter Phillips, the founder of the TED Fest. Peter, how are you today? I'm good, Sam. How are you doing? I'm very well. And congratulations on the continued success of TED Fest. 2007, as it's been going since, you know. <laughs> you must be amazed, are you? I was amazed it went to 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Was there a period with it where, you know, you thought, we'd, if we get another year out of this, we're doing well, and it just seemed to get grow legs? I think, yeah, I I think the first year took off, and then, and then of course, I don't remember, we did that uh, ridiculous uh, push of the milk float around Ireland for 40 days and 40 nights. So I think that sort of cemented Chegfest as an event. Um, and it's it's gone from there. I mean, it, 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 every year I do look forward to it. And, it, and it's it's sort of different, but it isn't, you know. It, 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 we're, we're proud of Ted Fest. Ah, so you should be. So you should be. It's, you know, when you go through the events and stuff, it's just, it's such a wonderful little celebration of life. And as we mentioned earlier, lots of dark news around. It's nice to have something that puts a smile it, on your right, face. You're right, Tom. It's a celebration of life. You see, the premise for Ted Fest was always was it was going to be the opposite of one of those TV conventions that you sit and, uh, you know, sit in a nice warm hotel and people queue for hours to get a selfie. Uh, it was always about create, recreating the Craggy Island dream. And I always say, it, what makes Ted Fest is the people that go to Ted Fest. You've got to be a particular type of person that will fight their way out to the Aran Islands this time of year and dress up as a sheep or a milkman for four days. <laughs> put, put, put a few hundred of those together, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> yes. Uh, has, it all, has it always stayed on the island? You, you've been on, on uh, the Aran Islands from day one, has it? Yeah, we, we have, uh, because there was famously, uh, a, I think it was, I think it was the, uh, oh, God, God rest and Jerry Ryan stirred up a hornet's nest by saying it should have been on in this year, because that's the only thing that, that, that is related to Father Ted and the Aran Islands is the opening credits that, that filmed the Plassey shipwreck on in this year. And, um, it was, and then uh, Paddy Powers were involved and they stirred it up and they brought we, I said, we'll settle it over a football match. The first year of Ted Festival hosts a football match between Inishir and Inishmoor on the beach, and whoever wins gets Ted Fest forever. Forever. And Paddy Power, yeah, Paddy Power stirred it up straight away. They brought out John Aldrich and Tony Cascarino <laughs> to manage the teams. And uh, by that stage, we, we we liked the pub on Inishmoor, so I was glad that uh, I was glad that Inishmoor won it. So we've taken it. It's, it's been staged in London a couple of times. Yeah. Famously, it went to to uh, Australia, and we were we were run out of the country. But um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll we'll stay in our natural homeland of right. Inishmoor. Is it? I, I just I was struck by though you're you're at you're at capacity, aren't you? That you know you've four hundred kind of beds yeah. on the island, so you four hundred people can go I to think, it. You know. Because, you know, we're, we're talking about Ted Fest. There's weddings bigger than Ted Fest. It's not a big event, you know, uh, but it, it's sort of, I think it's just got into everybody's DNA. I mean, I, I walk into a pub in New York or anywhere, and you, you just start talking, oh, we, we do a comedy festival. Because I'm Welsh, ironically. You know, I say, oh, we do a comedy festival. And I go, yeah, it wouldn't be Ted Fest, would it? You no think, way. It's, it's, it's a small event. 
Wow, but it's travel. I, I just wonder if if you if you went to a different location, could you have a bigger festival? It's like when the picnic went from being a boutique festival to when you know tens of thousands yeah. would go to it. That that was it. I remember Jerry Ryan was winding me up today. Uh, it was the Monday after the first TED Fest. He said, "Oh, yeah, it was already too successful for that that little island." Yeah, and I'm trying to say, well, Jerry, that's the whole point. It's a little island. If you take it to the RDS, it's not going to be TED Fest. And that's where we ended up pushing a milk float around Ireland for 40 oh. days and 40 nights. <laughs> right. Which, may I say, was a fantastic <laughs> idea. Um, well, Ray raised, raised a, uh, an awful lot of money for Down Syndrome Ireland and, uh, well and awareness of it. Well yeah. done. It, it's yeah. a virtuous circle there. So tell me a little <laughs> bit about um, your friend, Norman Coates. Yeah, yeah, look, very sad. Uh, Norman Coates was involved in Ted Fest since the second year. The first year, his, his good friend, Peter Miller, who's still involved in Ted Fest, we, we, we ran a competition uh, for a, a Eurovision entry before we'd enter the Eurovision Song Contest in Craggy Island. Brilliant. And we put a competition out. And, and oh, Peter Miller won it. I had a his bubble a couple of years ago and say he was the only entry, but he didn't win <laughs> it. And he came out to Ted Fest Loved it. And he said, I've got to come back next year with one of his music partners, Norman Coates. And Peter and Norman have been back at Ted Fest ever since. But Peter famously runs the quiz on a, on a Sunday night. They, they gig as well. Um, but Norman, he was just a lovely man. And he, he used to occasionally present the, the lovely girls. But his, his forte was doing a lecture. He'd do, we'd do the Father Norman Coates memorial, uh, lecture. Ironically, we'd call, we'd call it the memorial lecture. And he made up the most ridiculous history stories about Craggy Island. Things like um, it was the last, um, it, it was actually the last port of call for the Titanic because a rich passenger wanted to pick up some Amish furniture from the Amish community who lived on it, on Craggy Island. And how Jack Charlton bought it in the late 80s to exploit a FIFA loophole. And he'd just make all this stuff up. And we, we ended up printing it. It's, uh, it's in the tourist office on Image More. Uh, God knows what, what uh, tourists think of it. All these stupid stories that Norman uh, made up. Um, and he used to do history walks and everything. And, and he, he passed away last year. So oh, sorry to hear. We said, we've got to do something. And, and uh, Peter Miller, obviously, is, he, they were in school together, these guys. And, right. Um, you know, they're both retired now. And um, he knew the family and said, because they couldn't understand why Norman every year would disappear off to this bizarre event out on the Aran Islands. Um, so we came up with the idea of, of, you know, what can we do to celebrate Norman's life? And, and we talked to the family and we came up with this idea of they're bringing some of his ashes out to Inishmore. Family are coming out. Uh, okay. His, uh, his wife and, and his two grown-up children are coming out. They're bringing some of his ashes in a Swan Vesta matchbox. Right. And um, Peter, Peter Miller is going to do a eulogy up at the hotel. This is on the Sunday afternoon. And then, I don't know if you, you know, Dara Malloy is the druid out on, on Inishmore. I don't know him personally, about. but I've heard of oh, him, all right. Amazing man. He, he, he's been involved in Ted Fest since the first year. He's done Ted Fest blessings. Uh, he's, he's actually run well, wedding ceremonies out there during Ted Fest. He famously cooled down an enraged mob in Australia because we lost the bar licence for reckless behaviour the night before. So he's, he's been part and parcel of the Ted Fest. And, um, He's then going to lead a procession down to the down to the harbour, where Norman's ashes are being put on um, a miniature Viking longboat, which will be set on fire and pushed out to sea. 
Very nice. Very nice. A, a vest to matchbox. That, so it's a small amount of his ashes, just some, yeah. uh, are yeah. where his, his heart lay for a lot of the time. Yeah. And his family will be there to see that. Uh, oh, yeah, his family are coming out for it as well. So we'll, uh, we'll have a, we'll have a good, good celebratory drink to Norman on the Sunday that'll night. Be, it'll be poignant enough now. Yeah, he deserves it. He was, he was a fine man. Oh, God, it's great. Isn't it funny to think uh, that kind of represents how the festival has come to mean so much and be in people's hearts after this It time. has. The, the other thing we do for Norman is, um, and we, we always mix up events. We, you know, we do the Lovely Girls and the, and the Ted's Got Talent and the Craggy Cup football match. But we always, oh, and Owen McLove has come out for a few years now to, uh, or Pat McDonald's come out to present a, a, a version of Blind Date as Owen McLove. But we play around with other uh, games and things. And Norman always said the favourite event of his ever, and it goes back about seven or eight years at Ted Face, was King of the Sheep, which is basically people dressed as sheep that we put okay. in a pen and people sit in dinner jackets and judge the sheep. <laughs> um, so we're, we're revisiting. For, 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 to, to, to commemorate Norman, we are, we are revisiting King the, of the Sheep. The King but of the wear Sheep. Your, your best ovine day wear. God. and sent to the King of the Sheep contest. If anybody, you know, was parachuted <laughs> into the island, yeah. uh, you know, didn't know what was going on and sees well, people yeah, judging that, the King of the Sheep competition. This, this, is, this is my source of amusement, Tom, that <laughs> every so often somebody will be out on Inishmore not knowing Tedfest is on. They usually have researched... Uh, uh, Dun Angus and, and, the, and the ancient history of Inishmore. They've usually made a pilgrimage from Scandinavia or, or Iowa or somewhere to come out to Inishmore. And they get off the boat and they see priests and nuns playing football on the beach, somebody dressed as a cardinal refereeing the match. They see Darth Vader coming down the hill on a Segway. They see people dressed as sheep. Uh, They've seen people dressed as Pat Mustard lip-syncing to Ghost Riders in the Sky. That was the other thing that came up this year, because we, we, we had this ridiculous event of, called the Ted Fest Planning Meeting, which is basically a nice dinner in Galway. And at the meeting, somebody said, just one of these things that somebody says, and you all fall off your chair laughing, was, you know, I wonder what Pat Mustard listens to in his milk float. <laughs> And Squiggly, who did, a lot of you listeners know Squiggly, who, who does all the art, he does a lot of artwork at the Electric Picnic. Yeah. Uh, and he's a great, he, he really is a musical buff. He said, Do you know, I know what he'd listen to. He'd listen to cowboy story songs from the 1960s, like El Paso and, and Big John and those sort of songs. <laughs> Rawhide. So on the Ted Fest, where, yeah, Rawhide, yeah. Uh, high Noon. Yeah. Um, so on the Ted Fest, well, I think it's on the Ted Fest Facebook site. We've we've got a Spotify Pat Mustard's playlist. What do you listen to? And now we're having a Ted, Ted a Pat Mustard lip syncing contest. At Ted oh, Fest. This is the banality wow. of my life. This is <laughs> it, where, sounds it sounds wonderful. It sounds wonderful. I'd say you could scalp some of those tickets now, if, if, because I'm sure anyone listening would be going, "What do I have to do to get onto that island?" Um, well, you nothing... get on the island. You, you need to sleep on the beach, which we don't uh, phone yeah. But actually, well, all jokes aside, you go camping. So yeah, the all right. There is, okay. there is a there, good campsite. There, there is that option. Uh, Oh, not for the faint-hearted this time. No, yeah, I, wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say it is. I wouldn't say it is. Listen, Peter, lovely talking to you today. And it's so a, lovely, a, a lovely thing you're doing uh, for Norman as well. Um, thanks very much for joining us. Peter Phillips there, the founder of the TED Festival. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.